We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right now, a little Timberwolves talk, a little 3M Open talk. Jay's Frederick at the Pioneer Press, online at TwinCities.com. Jay's, it's been a while. How you doing? Hey, Steve. Can't complain about you. Yeah, a um, lot going on with the Timberwolves this summer. Um, of course, the Rudy Gobert trade, huge news. An indication that uh, Tim Connolly and, uh, if, if you will, the, the, the new management, head coach Chris Finch, they are going all in. Carl Anthony Towns uh, re-ups, big news, Supermax contract. And Cat uh, amplified that thought saying, hey, it's winter bust. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I don't know if it was might have been just kind of a, a form of excitement um, surrounding <laughs> the news, but he definitely was the first person around the organization I've seen or heard say uh, championship or bust for the Timberwolves moving forward. But at the same time, he kind of cushioned it a little bit. Um, he said, you know, I just want to give these fans a run, uh, give them something to be, be excited about. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think it's okay to set championship or bust or say it and kind of like shoot for the stars and maybe fall in the clouds kind of thing. Um, I know that Tim Connolly was like, I'm not like a zero-sum guy uh, afterwards when we asked him about that. Uh, He said, you know, we just want to put ourselves in the mix and see what happens from there. And I think Towns is savvy with the same thing. But at the same time, I understand what Towns is saying. You know, uh, Rudy Gobert's 30. He's probably got three years of prime basketball left. If Rudy Gobert, who is, you know, a top 15, 20 player in the NBA, if if he wants to win a championship, it's probably going to happen sometime these next three years. So, hey, for him, it probably is championship or bust. And Towns is entering the prime of his career. So he's probably thinking, hey, why not now? Um, I I don't think it's a bad thing to set lofty expectations. And then if you don't reach them, it doesn't mean that it's a failure, I don't think. So I understand, I think, kind of where he's coming from with that. Jay's Frederick joining us uh, here on News Talk, K3LWCC on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker hotline. And, and Jason, I want to get a little bit further into the weeds. They, they make the Gobert trade. They give up a ton to get him. Uh, no surprise that Carl Anthony Towns, uh, you know, gets the big extension, et cetera. The wild card in all of this, though, is D'Angelo Russell and what his fit is. Because coming out of the playoffs in that early exit and the loss to the Memphis Grizzlies in a series that they, they probably could have won, D'Lo was really not a factor in game six of that series when they were eliminated. All indications were at that point he'd be on his way out of town. Now he looks to be a pretty important part of this puzzle going into the next season. Yeah, I agree. And I think that was kind of my thought, too, when they made the Rudy Gobert trade was, okay, look at what all they gave up um, for Rudy Gobert. And, and, like, Gobert does kind of put them in a win-now window. Now, whether that's championship or bust is kind of up for anyone's discretion to decipher themselves. But it is a win-now time, um, I think, having D'Angelo Russell on your team this next season is probably better for your chances of winning than shipping him off for what seems like it would probably be very little in return. Um, And so once he wasn't included in that Gobert trade, I I think it was kind of a signal of, hey, he's going to be here next year. He's got that year left on his contract. Um, I don't, I'd be surprised if he was extended by any stretch, but 
they are talking about him as a piece of the core right now, and, and they have for the past couple of weeks now. It's always, hey, Cat, Gobert, um, Ant, D'Lo, um, he's, he's included in there. He fits well with Gobert, and that, that's going to help his pick-and-roll game, which is probably D'Lo's greatest strength on the offensive end is running that pick-and-roll, and Gobert gives him the best roller that he's played with here. Um, so I, I do think that he is a part of the plans for this next season, um, and he's excited. I, I know he's excited. I've heard that from multiple people. Uh, and now it's it's kind of like a wait-and-see thing because there's D'Lo being excited at the start of the season and there's D'Lo being excited in December, February, and April and giving his best uh, on the floor to try to help the team win throughout all of that and the ups and downs of the season. We didn't necessarily see that last year. We'll see if we see it this year because, I, I mean, all indications are that he's going to be here and he's going to be a big part of their plans. Yeah, and a contract year for D'Angelo Russell. There, there's no guarantee for him beyond this season so in that respect it's huge so you would expect him to be very motivated i thought the same thing last year because on the media day ahead of last season he talked about how he viewed it as a contract year because he was hoping this summer the one we're in right now that he was right. going to get an extension um, and he did not perform at the level that demanded an extension so we'll see now okay now it's a legitimate contract year it's not for an extension it's what are you going to make in the 2023-24 season, um, how are you going to be set up uh, for the future in regards to your contract there? So now the pressure really is on, and there is zero reason why he shouldn't succeed. The roster is built in a way that it should be very much kind of built for him to play to his strengths and do what's asked of him while playing with a bunch of other great players who should open a bunch of things up for him and make him, frankly, not even close to the focal point of the opposing defense. So it is kind of time for Adilo to put up or shut up um, in respect to helping this team win now, if he's really about that, and what, how he can kind of help himself by doing so. So like I said, like I, we'll see what we get. I know what we're going to hear come training camp. It's just now what do you see in here as the season actually progresses because it is a long time over 82 games. We have, we have talked about three veteran established players, Carl Anthony Towns in the new contract, Rudy Gobert, uh, the subject of that huge trade, who is now in a Timberwolves uniform, and now D'Angelo Russell. The, the player we haven't talked about, and, and this is probably going to be the difference between a top six team and a team that can legitimately compete to get to the finals, is going to be the the trajectory of Anthony Edwards in his career. Wouldn't you agree that he's the wild card in all of this? If he continues to develop and continues to get better and continues to have that, that intangible that, that a lot of the greats have, then who knows what, what this Timberwolves team is capable of, but he's the wild card at the moment. For sure. I think that the Timberwolves will be the best version of themselves. If Anthony Edwards is the best player on the team. Um, and and that means that he's bringing it every single night. The flashes that we've seen, and we've seen a lot of flashes. It hasn't just been a one here or there. We've seen a lot. But that becomes the norm on a night-to-night basis. Um, if he's doing that, if he's getting downhill, if he's applying pressure on the rim, if he's asserting himself as the best player on the court, regardless of the two teams, every single night, uh, that's when the Timberwolves do become a team that you go, oh, okay, maybe they can get in the playoffs and make some noise and maybe make a run at the title. Um, if he is kind of the same player he was last year, which was pretty good some nights and, and not great others. Um, then you do probably just see, see the Timberwolves still in like that sixth spot. Uh, you know, just trying to make sure they can stay within uh, the playoffs and out of that playing range. Uh, but he is the key to all of it. I think there's a lot of confidence within the organization that Anthony Edwards will continue to 
thrive and develop and take that next step um, into, you know, real star status, like I, I think a lot of people think he will. Um, so I, that's where I think a lot of the optimism comes from is, is the assumed ascension of Anthony Edwards. And I think he'll take that step, but uh, it is, I'm, I agree with you hundred percent. It's kind of the key to everything for Minnesota. And I think even making like the Gobert trade and whatnot is to put in place to help Anthony Edwards continue to grow as a player as well. Like I think all the plans are still centered on him, even if none of the news this off season has been about him. Yeah. Jay's you spent a lot of time over there covering this team day in and day out a fun guy to cover. I mean, having Ant to cover on your beat, that that's gotta be a joy. It's a dream. Uh, he's he's <laughs> right. obviously like, he's one of those guys who when he's playing, when he's playing well, it's one of the most exciting things to watch. Um, and then, you know, when he steps to the podium, you never know what he's going to say. And, and everybody, like if you're at home seeing the clips laughing on social media, like we're probably laughing at the press conference too. Like yeah. it, it definitely makes that there's never a dull moment with Anthony Edwards around. I want to circle back around to Cat real quickly and getting getting the extension and all of that. I, I would assume there was also some reflection on things he needs to get better, that, that he needs to improve on. I, I think he's been a lightning rod for criticism for, for some of the talking he does in-game to the officials, that he just won't let things go. Was that a topic when he met the media? Uh, not so much. Okay. Um, you know, he talked a lot about you know, the personal growth he's made in recent years, there wasn't too much focus on like, Hey, what do you need to do better here and here? Um, because frankly, like it is just a storyline that comes up like 20 times throughout the season. It's always For like sure. three games, good one game, bad. And the bad definitely stands out when it does. It's not only are dealing with the officials, but it is like, you know, the plays where he's playing and kicking his legs and whatnot, kind of dangerous plays in that respect. So while he wasn't asked about it uh, yesterday, he will be asked about it in training camp. That's for sure. Because, the Timberwolves can't have those emotional swings. They can't have those plays that kind of tilt the momentum in the other team's direction. You can't have one of your best players kind of torpedoing your effort on any given night. And he certainly has been known to do that. So that's something where, like, if you want to be uh, a key player on a championship-caliber team, as he expressed yesterday, you've got to eliminate that stuff because it really it really can hurt your team and hurt the team in the playoffs. We saw that on numerous occasions as well. So those are things he has to clean up and kind of start in October – saying like, okay, I'm not going to have this be part of my, you know, my regimen anymore because if I'm doing it in the regular season, it's going to show up when my team really doesn't need it again in the playoffs too. Yeah, gigantic expectations for the Timberwolves. Quick thought, 3M opening and weather delay, and with another line moving toward the Twin Cities area, it doesn't look like uh, we're going to come out of uh, that weather delay anytime soon out at the 3M. A lot was made about the strength of field. On the heels of the British Open, uh, a lot of the best players in the world were across the pond. There's the live controversy. Um, but uh, Jays, nevertheless, fans showing up. TPC of the Twin Cities showing well. And uh, once again, they put on a good show out there. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really well-run tournament. Uh, they do a really nice yeah. job that staff does putting on the event. I know it's highly thought of by players who come here. They enjoy playing here. They enjoy the amenities. They enjoy kind of the the welcoming of their families. There's a lot of guys with families here this week. Like, It's a good tournament. It's in a bad time spot, no question about it. I think if it moves to a different spot on the calendar, it'll really take off in terms of like field and whatnot. But it's still really good golf. I mean, like you mentioned, a lot of people come out to watch it. Um, and, and they're getting a good product. Now, right now, Scott Pearson's got a pretty massive advantage um, with Emiliano Grillo. Four shots back, uh, Tony Fino really in shouting distance at this point, who's eight back in third place. But 
We'll see if it tightens up, especially if they end up playing like 27 holes tomorrow. A lot can happen in that time frame, and as guys can kind of wear down over a round and a half. So we'll see if we get a fun finish. The weather should be awesome tomorrow. So I'd imagine there will be a lot of people out, and, and they'll see a good product. Yeah, it'll be a little breezy, and things are going to dry out quickly, and it should be fun. And one thing about that golf course is, is I've had a chance to play it a couple of times in media events and that sort of thing. It really is a fun golf course. And if you're going to go out and watch professional golf, there's a lot of great vantage points because when Arnold Palmer and Tom Lehman collaborated uh, on that track all those years ago, the idea was that the Champions Tour would move from Bunker Hills, and it did. And then uh, the ultimate goal is to get the PGA Tour stop, and now they've got that. But it, but it is it is a fun course to walk. There's a lot of great spots to, to enjoy the action. Yeah, there's a lot of great things for viewers to do um, for the different stuff that 3M sets up. You're right, the vantage points, they're like, they're like oh, five yeah. different spots on each hole that are fun to watch. And it's just fun golf to watch. And the fact that, you know, with all the different bunkers, mostly by the water, uh, the water and the danger that presents for golfers. So you do see, like, you see a lot of birdies. You also see a ton of water balls, like the most on tour every year. So that makes it fun and intriguing. Um, and it's also a really pretty course with all the water, too. Like, there are a lot of reasons to like TPC Twin Cities. I think people like playing there. And for sure, I think it's a fun one for fans to go watch, too. So I think there are a lot of advantages to actually, like, yes, it looks great on TV. There are a lot of advantages to getting out there and seeing it for yourself. All right, Jay, it's always good to visit with you. Uh, Take care. Thanks so much, Steve. Appreciate it. All right, there he is, Jay Frederick of the Pioneer Press. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.